We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the Ravens reportedly sent Lamar Jackson their latest proposal for a long-term deal. And Lamar Jackson used the weekend to review it and offer feedback. Yeah, and Sarah, while all of that was going on, Calais Campbell put a positive spin on things after speaking with Lamar himself directly. I'm Sarah Ellison alongside Bobby Trossett. It is Monday, March 6th, and this is your morning Ravens update from Inside the Vault. As the 2023 NFL Combine comes to a close, I'll catch you up to speed on what you may have missed over the weekend as it pertains to the Ravens and some of their off-season needs. Plus, debate sparked over the weekend about whether Eric DaCosta should use the exclusive or non-exclusive tag, if it comes to it, on Tuesday. We'll break down the upsides and downsides to each. Yeah, we have all that more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in about 15 minutes. So the NFL deadline for teams to officially apply the franchise tag is quickly approaching, and we'll get to the speculation from over the weekend about which tag the Ravens might apply to Lamar if a deal can't be reached. But Sarah, as they say, and as we've often heard you say, deadlines spur action, which means another round of offers and counter offers were underway over the last couple of days between both sides. So what's the latest there? Yeah, well, Eric DeCosta and the Ravens front office aren't going to franchise Lamar without a final pre-tag push to try to close the gap between the two sides. And according to CBS Sports' Josina Anderson, who was in Indy all week and spoke to several sources, including she had a one-on-one with John Harbaugh, and she said while the two sides don't appear to be close to a deal yet, Baltimore put forth another offer that is pending as the Mars side reviews it. Well, here's what we know. We know that Ravens general manager Eric DaCosta did tell the media that he was hopeful that a long-term deal would get done prior to the tag deadline on March 7th. And when I spoke to head coach John Harbaugh in our one-on-one just the other day, he used the term that he is fervently hopeful that a deal will get done. But when I was just speaking to league sources uh, yesterday and today, I'm told that both sides are still not close 
to getting a deal done. And also, uh, my league sources have the impression that at least as of right now, the Ravens have their best offer on the table. However, I was just told even before coming on this stage, the context to that is that that is still pending, uh, getting more feedback from Lamar's side on their latest proposal. So that's kind of uh, what I'm hearing with regards to that. Yeah, so I imagine that Lamar's quote-unquote side that she's referring to is the group of advisors that he has, including those of the NFL Players Association. We know he doesn't have a traditional agent, but that doesn't mean he and his mom aren't doing this completely alone. We'll see if this latest round of offers and counters result in enough progress to avoid the tag. But of course, as EDC said, the Ravens have to be prepared for all potential avenues. And he said, we talked about it last week, they have five or six different plans based on what goes down over the next couple of days. And Bobby, one of those contingency plans would be a trade. Here's Josina on that topic. The other information that I have is that they've heard from several teams that have tapped in, obviously expressing a preliminary interest on gathering more information with the potential trade. And that is to be expected as there are multiple teams that have quarterback questions out there. Now, as Josina said, trade talks seem to be initiated by other teams in Indianapolis. And it only makes sense that GM from these quarterback needy teams would check in with Eric Tacosta to get general trade parameters. Everyone needs to fill each other out, and it'd be dumb for them not to talk while the entire NFL world was in one spot at the combine. And so I could see teams like the Atlanta Falcons, Miami Dolphins, the New Orleans Saints. Carolina Panthers, and then uh, probably the New York Jets. I could see all of them doing their due diligence while down in the same city with Eric DaCosta to get a gauge on the situation. Yeah, so basically everyone is doing their due diligence as they should, but that doesn't change the top priority before the tag deadline on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. And that priority, obviously, is to strike a deal. And you better believe veteran defensive end Calais Campbell, who's signed up for his 16th NFL season, which is forthcoming, he's praying that happens. Oh, those are some fervent prayers. <laughs> you know, he he definitely wants him to come back because remember, Calais decided not to retire and he's currently under contract with Baltimore. And Bobby, he's not coming back just for another year. He wants to go on a Super Bowl run and he knows Lamar Jackson is a key ingredient to that potential run. Nicleus was on the NFL Network, and he recently has spoken with Lamar Jackson, and he shared his quarterback's state of mind as we head into this week. Lord, please, you know, figure out a way, you know. But I know that he loves Baltimore. I know that he's, uh, uh, you know, just he wants to be here. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's the most important part. And at that, it's just business. At that, after that, you know, let's figure out a way to make it where both sides win. You know, any negotiation, you know, nobody's going to go, you know, no, 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 nobody's going to be happy. Everybody feels a little bit like I could have got more, you know, I could have got a little less, whatever it may be. But it's business, you know. But the main thing is he wants to be there. The team wants them. Let's figure it out. Whatever we have to do, let's figure it out. One of the themes we've been talking about leading up to this combine is is really the quarterback position because when you look around, especially in the AFC, I mean, it's superstar quarterbacks everywhere. So everybody's either trying to find one of those guys if you don't have them or guys like you who can go get them. I mean, have you seen the quality of play where it is right now? Have you seen it like this throughout your career? It's just unbelievable yeah. the amount of guys right now. Yeah, it's special, you know, but it's so hard to replace that. Like, he creates, you know, like you can't go find it elsewhere. You know what I mean? You got one, yeah, you got 
got one of those guys right like now. When you have a guy that's that elite, you know, you have to find a way to keep him happy. You know, keep him there because you can't go find that on the street. They don't just grow on trees, you know. So, you know, whatever you got to do to keep him there, let's keep him there. I thought you might have some insight because, in, in all honesty, when you said on game day morning on Super Sunday, like, I'm coming back for year 16, I, I didn't think you would be coming back for an uncertain quarterback situation on your team but yeah. you, you don't have any i don't have any official uh, insight right. i just know that um you know i talked to lamar you know I, I reach out to him i'm just there for you know any kind of advice whatever you know yes. he keeps everything close to the chest which he's supposed to do you know because you know people want to be able to you know talk about it and stuff so you know don't give me any information because then i have to you know <laughs> right situation no, I, or we could just facetime him right now where's your phone <laughs> i could you probably won't answer <laughs> i hope not <laughs> I mean, we could just we could just yeah, hit him right no, now but i will say that um you know uh, i talked to him and, you know, he's in a good spirits, you know, and I know that, you know, he wants to get a deal done, and that's the most important part, you know. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, there's guys, you're building part of teams where they don't want to be there no more. They, you know, use this as an opportunity to go elsewhere, you know, but he wants to be here, so I take that, and I know that, uh, you know, Eric DaCosta is really good at his job, and he's going to find a way to make it happen. Yeah, that's a positive note to end on for sure, and, man, Calais seems to be one of the few people talking to Lamar saying he wants to be in Baltimore. The other is probably RG3, and, again, that list is very, very short. Hopefully, who knows, it could lead to a deal sooner than later, some of that optimism. But still to come here on The Vault, we'll take a look back at this year's NFL Combine from a lens that matters most to Baltimore. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
All right, Bobby, as the 2023 NFL Combine now comes to a close, why don't you catch us up to speed on some of the most notable performances, but more as they pertain to the future of the Ravens? Yeah, so we should probably start with the dude who flat out won the Combine on a number of levels, and that's Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson. Now, at six foot four, 244 pounds, he set Combine records for a QB with a vertical jump of 40 and a half inches and a broad jump of 10 feet, 9 inches. He then capped things off, Sarah, by clocking a 4-4-3 in the 40-yard dash. Jeez, Bobby, we need to put these numbers in perspective. At the 2011 Combine, Cam Newton, he measured in at 6'5", 248 pounds, and then ran a 4.6 40-yard dash. A former league MVP also had a 35-inch vertical to go with a broad jump of 10 feet, 6 inches at that Combine. So check this out. Listen to what Richardson had to say at the podium in Indianapolis. I started calling myself Cam Jackson in 11th grade. <laughs> trying to make big plays, you know, so uh, just Cam doing it and Lamar Jackson. So partner, can we just make one thing clear here? He gave himself that nickname. He didn't get it from anyone else. So <laughs> there's no shortage of confidence in the head of one Anthony Richardson, who did meet with the Ravens last week, but honestly, Based on his standout performance over the weekend, I won't be surprised to see him selected in the top 10 of April's NFL draft, but obviously a lot needs to happen uh, before then and now. All right, so let's move into what everybody wants to talk about, which is wide receivers. Tell us about Zay Flowers, the speedy wide receiver out of Boston College. Well, why don't we start with Steve Smith Sr.'s evaluation before I give you the numbers. He's taller. <laughs> and your hand size is exactly the same. He's faster, too. Yeah. He's taller and faster. You know what that <laughs> but means? But is he a dog like you are? No, he's not. Okay. He's right. a he's, bigger he's, dog he's, than he's, me. Oh, really? Okay. Boop, boop, right. boop. Really? Hey, yeah, you're, you're drafting like that. I'm you're the GM. Like you drafting that. him? Am I drafting him? I give you, I give him Agent Eighty Nine stamp of approval. Okay, Ooh. all right. Well, I can't wait. That's he's, my guy. If he's a bigger, stronger version of you, he's a he's bigger, be stronger fun to version watch for the next decade. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, actually, we did a decade and a half. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only giving him a decade, right? A decade and Don't, a half is tough. I'm only giving him a, a decade. He's a bigger dog. I, I'm just saying, a decade for anybody in this business is a long time. And I only believe the special he, ones. And I believe. For and I believe like he's. And I believe he's special. Okay. I think I, he's I hope special. Are listening to this right now? I think he's special. Sarah, we both know this. Agent 89 doesn't just go around laying down praise the way he did for Zay there all the time, right? Like, that's some big respect. Now, Zay measured in at 5'9 and a quarter, 182 pounds, and nine and a quarter inch hand size to go along with his 4'4'2 40-yard dash. So, solid numbers there. But again, big, big respect from a guy who played that position for a long time, including you know, finishing his career in Baltimore. Yeah, I know he looks up to Steve Smith, but to be more like Steve Smith, we know that Flowers needs to be bigger, and he did. He bulked up 12 pounds, 12 pounds in preparation for the combine. That's kind of a lot for a wide receiver, and it looks to have paid off. All right, so let's keep going here. Let's stick with the wide receiver position, Bobby. How did USC wideout Jordan Addison, how did he do? Oh, yeah, the Frederick, Maryland native for our local to Baltimore listeners. Listen to this. Growing up right there, playing for them, a lot of my family would be able to make that game easily. So just playing right there, that's just, it would be probably a dream come true. So, of course, saying all the right things at the podium, but unfortunately for Addison, he was forced to cut his combine outing short due to a minor back strain. The 21-year-old completed a handful of drills including running a 4-4-9 in the 40-yard dash. But he'll do the rest of those drills at a future pro day workout. And 
Of course, some of the numbers, if you aren't familiar with his game, he transferred to USC this, this past fall from Pittsburgh, and he caught 59 passes for 875 yards to go along with eight touchdowns during his lone season with the Trojans, again, in 2022. And Sarah, just a couple other quick notes before we jump to topic three. Georgia tight end Darnell Washington says he grew up a Ravens fan. His favorite tight end when he was asked, Mark Andrews. And by the way, his offensive coordinator the past three seasons is Baltimore's new OC, Todd Munkin. Now elsewhere, Louisville QB Malik Cunningham said he gets advice from Lamar Jackson about the pre-draft process, and he hopes, for whatever it's worth, that Lamar stays a Raven. And of course, a hat tip to the Baltimore Banners, Jonas Schaefer, for both of those updates. And he, along with several other beat reporters, were in Indianapolis all week long providing great commentary. All right, Sarah, I know you're foaming at the mouth for this one. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler had Ravens Twitter buzzing again. But once you dig into his article, you really see shocker here. There's not a whole lot there, so enlighten us. Yeah, well, falling at the mouth might be a little dramatic here, but because, yeah, Fowler, I mean, he's a plugged-in guy, but it's clear he's not plugged into the Lamar Jackson negotiation. And I feel like Fowler has this new shtick when it comes to Lamar, where he'll go to NFL executives that he knows, and he's basically asking them to speculate. That's what he did when he was down in Indy, and this was his breaking news. Quote, several people around the league believe... Okay, there's no, this is not like they're, they're inside. This is what's happened. This is what they believe. Okay, so several people around the league believe the Baltimore Ravens have strongly considered using the non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. Bobby, that's not a lot of news to say that they believe somebody considered something, but there it is, and it had Twitter buzzing. Foaming at the mouth is a little bit dramatic. You're right, <laughs> but... I do enjoy when you thoroughly pick these guys apart. Pick these reports. Yeah, you're, you're not picking anybody apart. You're just picking their reports apart. There That's we all. Go. But uh, it's a whole lot of nothing, right? It's just word jargon. And of course, the Ravens have probably strongly considered a non-exclusive tag. EDC said they have up to six plans depending on what might happen. So yeah, the Ravens could very well use the non-franchise tag, but I imagine they've also strongly considered an exclusive tag, an extension a trade, or any other scenario you could think of. Yeah, totally agree. So listen, while there really was no news there, this is a topic that does bring up an interesting debate, and that's the question of which tag is better. Now, Fowler pointed out that the upside to a non-exclusive tag is that since the two sides haven't been able to reach a deal thus far, allowing other NFL teams to take a stab at it could finally resolve what Lamar could be worth in overall value and fully guaranteed money on the open market. And then he'd either get a better deal that the Ravens could choose to match, or he'd realize, oh, the Ravens offer is the best and take it. So, you know, the non-exclusive could provide some clarity there, but there are some downsides to the non-exclusive tag. And the biggest is that Baltimore would lose control over the situation that they currently have. And a team, let's say, with more cap space in 2023, they could give a deal that the Ravens could put, would, you know, in theory be willing to match, but couldn't based on the fact that they don't have a lot of 2023 cap space. So it's if another team front-loaded all that money, then the Ravens wouldn't even have a chance to match. 
Then the Ravens would lose Lamar for only two first-round picks, which, Bobby, I'm sorry, it's just not enough compensation for an MVP quarterback in his prime. Right, and if a deal can't be made before Tuesday's deadline, you better believe I'm on team exclusive tag. It's just way too much of a risk to lose him for not enough compensation in return. Yeah, I'm on that same exclusive tag team. All it takes is one organization to give a crazy offer like the Cleveland Browns did, or all it takes is one team with plenty of 2023 cap space to make it impossible to match. Plus, the exclusive tag still would buy the Ravens time to get a long-term deal if that's what they're still searching for. And don't forget that teams have franchised quarterbacks 12 times since the tag was first implemented in 1993. And they were used on some really high-profile guys, including Steve Young, Drew Brees, Michael Vick. We remember Dak Prescott. That was twice. And then Peyton Manning. He was tagged twice, too. And only two of those 12 times were QBs not signed to a long-term deal. One of those times, we all remember, was the Kirk Cousins deal, and the other was Drew Brees. So even if Lamar is tagged, it certainly does not mean that an extension is not possible, and that's what an exclusive tag could also do. So Eric DaCosta made that timeline very clear last week. And before we fly, some other quick news items, beginning with a couple of Maryland cornerbacks who stole the speed show in Indianapolis at this past weekend's Combine. Deontay Banks and Jacorian Bennett became the first teammates at the same position to post 95-plus athleticism scores at the same combine over the last two decades, and that's according to Next Gen Stats. In other news, Alabama QB Bryce Young officially measured in at 5'10 and an eighth and weighed in at 204 pounds, which would make him the lightest first-round quarterback since at least 2006 and one of the shortest passers drafted since the AFL-NFL merger in 1967. Elsewhere, both Tyus Bowser and Marlon Humphrey each took Twitter cleanses while on their off-season excursion to Japan, among several other places. Sarah, these guys have been on the road for what seems like over a month, and I think Marlon's actually been on the road for like 30 days, if I'm not mistaken, but Tyus noted how much he missed about Lamar and the strength and conditioning drama after longtime coach Steve Saunders was dismissed by the organization. I mean, there was a lot going on while these guys were on the road, and Marlon, quote, tweeted Tyus kind of recapping all of it with the following, quote, I love Harbs. Lamar needs to be signed today, literally right now. But that strength and conditioning, I had to sit that one out, laughing emoji. Who knows, Sarah? I'm not going to decipher that any more than we need to. But finally, 13 years ago yesterday, for those of you who remember this big day in Ravens history, that's Sunday, March 5th. Baltimore acquired Anquan Bolden from the Cardinals in exchange for third and fourth round picks. The rest was history. Thank you for listening to The Morning Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. So if you've been enjoying our content, please consider joining one of our membership platforms at patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault podcast. Now, as you all know, we've been betting on ourselves by creating content independently from any big broadcast station or corporation. And with your membership support, you'll help us keep churning out daily Ravens content for years to come. And a special shout out to our newest patron, Kurt Pfeiffer. 
Kurt now has access to submit monthly submissions in for our Q&A mailbag episodes, and we appreciate you, Kurt, for believing in what we're building. We'd also love to hear from everyone, whether you're a patron or not, with comments, questions, or if you'd ever be interested in advertising. You can reach us by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. That is all the time we've got today, but we'll be back on Tuesday with the Ravens news you need to know. <laughs>